everybody. Welcome to the show. Little Benny Goodman for you to start off a week. It's spring. I wouldn't go... This is a springtimey enough sound. Doesn't feel like spring today, but it is spring. We've done it. We've done it. We've done it again. So how you feeling? We have a little bit of a shorter engagement tonight because I've got book club. I've got session three, which it seems like it's going to be session three of five tonight and then two more weeks based on what's left in Brave New World with co-host Jay Dyer. So that'll be session three tonight starting around 830. So we have about an, an hour or so together. Got to take calls. I'm going to run through some news from around the world. But especially right here at home, too, where we have this these the rumors of an impending arrest of Donald Trump by the same old crazy fucks you'd expect it to be hyperfixated on a case that was so flimsy that the feds even said, you know, we're not going to do this. And the Southern District of New York says, no, nah, I, I don't think we're going to pursue this. You know, it's you know, it's flimsy. But. That doesn't mean that some other idiot won't take it up. And now, from what I see getting shared, New York City is bracing for the the arrival of a uh, of a Donald Trump who needs to turn himself in. The 2023 bingo. Did you have this down? I think a Donald Trump arrest. We were talking about the the need for some sort of an arrest uh, shame ritual. That, that was there somewhere. I, I didn't think it was going to be this. I thought it was going to be coming out of Georgia. And they still might be stupid enough and um, tenacious enough down there in Georgia to keep that up. And this is what we pay for, by the way. This is what we pay for because they'll say, no, no, no. This, this is that nobody's above the law. If we don't do this, we're letting it. This is worth. It's a failure, a dereliction of duty. You're playing a game on our dime. This is a world completely separated from our own has the trappings of real life, has the trappings of you doing something on our behalf. They're fighting wars with each other, with money that we produced. That's what it is. And as always, I hate them! All right, so let's get on into the, the nitty-gritty tonight, shall we? Well, it's just the opening. It's not the nitty-gritty. It's the entree. The entree is still coming. The entree is on the way. Welcome March 20th, 2023. Hello to all of you on YouTube and Rumble and Twitch and DLive and Theta, Rockfin and Beyond. We're still working on that Beyond part, but uh, don't worry, it's coming along with a, a, a bunch of other things. I put together a very long production to-do list, and I'm not losing track of it because I feel like I just talk myself into oblivion and I lose track of all the things that I said I wanted to do. And uh, and they're coming, so there's that. This I have a nice brand new. Well, it's not a brand new studio, but it's a it's a sparkling clean studio. In here, out in the green room, the other rooms, I have to get a new tele a new television monitor for in here because this one the color got all shitty. It's almost ten years old, and nothing lasts anymore. So I got that, but gonna be a good week. 
I want to thank you all for being here, and I want to thank my sponsors, all my friends on the affiliates page on quitefrankly.tv. But uh, chief among them, bluemonsterprep.com, who's doing a lot of great work with people, this audience, especially in the last couple of weeks where they're seeing not only do you never know if there's going to be a, uh, a historic chemical disaster near your house that is summarily ignored by the feds, but you also don't know just how far-reaching the, the coming economic collapse is going to be, what that's going to do to exacerbate current supply line issues and things that are going on from proxy wars that are being still stoked around the world. And, um, you know, you just got to take your life and your family and your community into your own hands and plan a little bit and, uh, and be smart about it. A little bit of food, a little bit of water backup communication devices, backup power devices. It's all over there on Blue Monster Prep. And if you don't know where to start or how you should begin budgeting, get in touch with Pat and Gina. They will stay on the phone with you until you're completely comfortable with what your plan is. And also, I would go to Wise Wolf Gold and Silver. I would really, really push you going to check out and giving Tony at Wise Wolf Gold and Silver a call. Buy your first couple of rounds of silver. Buy a couple of sleeves of junk dimes. Ask Tony, hey, do you have any junk uh, silver dimes? Do you have any mercury head dimes? Just give me a give me a roll of them. Start with something like that, and I'll let you know about the uh, I'll let you know about the gold back soon because I think they're going to be carrying them as soon as this week. I think as soon as today. I have not checked up with them. That's my my fault. All right, tomorrow I did not have a guest. And we do not have band practice. So I got in touch with Robert Phoenix. And I want, because it's been months since Robert was on last. And I would like for him to come on and talk about what the hell is going on uh, that we can't see. I want to see the unseen of everything that's happening tonight. Everything I will lay out tonight from the wars, the protests around the world. Donald Trump. I think that Robert came on sometime after the August 8th raid on Mar-a-Lago and and, uh, we got a lot of that out of the way so he he goes into the esoteric, the unseen the occult a little bit of what what the skies are saying how the stars and the planets are aligning I like all that, we'll do a nice little segment with him and talk I think he's widely liked by this audience and I love bringing him back I would also like to say, I tease this with, with everybody on the Sunday stream for those of you who are monthly sponsors and you get included in on the Sunday streams but our friend Dr. Albert Taylor will be coming back in late April I'm working that out right now, it might be a, a, a Saturday night special but we will be talking about the soul travelers journeys through the astral plane again we're going into, it's going to be a great remote viewing show and um, lucid dreaming show. A lot of that stuff. A lot. I had so many questions, so many angles I wanted to take, and I was looking for comparable guests. And I know that there's many out there, and I'll find more. But um, it's going to be great to have Dr. Albert Taylor back on. So he's feeling well enough to come back. It's been about two years, and that'll be that'll be wonderful. In April. Next week we got... Oh, no, this week we've got Anomaly on Wednesday. Dr. Peter McCullough with Jay Gulinello in studio. McCullough's not in studio. Jay will be. That's on Thursday the 23rd. The 24th, I don't know, but Saturday the 25th sounds like it's going to be a fun time. I think Anthony will be here. I think Matt is going to be here. We're trying to work on another buddy of ours, a character I think you'd all would really like. But, um, and then next week is going to be 
a real great one to close out the long, moody month of March. And that's the best way that I can describe the month of March. It's just moody. You don't know what you're going to get. But let's go to the grab bag now, shall we? We shall. First one up from the Daily Mail. Artificial intelligence develops cancer treatment in just 30 days and predicts how long patients have to live by reading doctor's notes. Now, the real test is going to be is if the AI can make the treatment for the cancer that pops up as a result of the first treatment that it designed. That's going to be the real test. AI created a cancer drug in only 30 days and predicted life expectancy. A model used a, a doctor's notes to predict how long a patient has to live. That is just, just stop. I don't even want to hear about it. Do you want to hear that shit? Doctor's notes. Is that just general doctor's notes or if you're in really bad spot and, and, and uh, I don't know. Because in general, I don't want to know. When you think I'm going to go down, please, please. I already feel, I already feel pressed for time. So there you go. Be on the lookout for that. Let's see if, I wonder if AI can cure a, the spring break problem that cities like Miami have now these days. I can't imagine how, how, how incredibly excited businesses in beach towns and cities like Miami were years ago. I'm sure it was always got a little rowdy when you have a bunch of college kids that go down and they're just, you know, jacked up on alcohol and hormones. And uh, I'm sure that a, a lot of craziness goes, but this is just, this is just incredible. It's just incredible what's going on. And you, you get these little glimpses of just the out of control, the rioting, the, 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 the running through restaurants and fast food chains shake shacks and just breaking everything i guess somebody gave them a shake that wasn't cold enough i won't even show you the videos like i i guess i'm guessing you can you can you can take a take a guess but it's just it's just horrendous horrendous stuff there's some executions there's a couple of uh right there in the middle of the street some executions that went on i guess somebody was was being looked after or looked for. And maybe we can get AI to cure us of the mind virus that is leading us down the uh, deeper and deeper into the gender delusion kaleidoscope. You might have seen this. This woman goes before, I think, a, a state a state committee in Arizona to talk about how men can become pregnant. Good morning. Mr. Chair, members, Marilyn Rodriguez with Preso Partners on behalf of our client, the Arizona Coalition to End Sexual and Domestic Violence in opposition to this legislation. Leaving discretion with the courts and prosecutors is in the best interest of survivors of sexual assault and domestic violence, and we strongly encourage a no vote against this legislation, which we believe um, is an attempt to place a greater value on unborn human life than domestic violence victims. Thank you. So, Ms. Rodriguez, uh, Marilyn. Uh, can men get pregnant? So now, you know, he, here's the thing. For a little bit of background, because what I'm, I'm, I'm guessing here is that it's a little bit more uh, about uh, abortion laws. But of course, because she's talking about domestic violence, uh, I guess rape and incest, that whole, that whole line. And um, but they're taking exception with very specific gender crazy language that's been proposed inside of the legislation. 
and that is to insinuate that in any way, shape, or form, a man can become pregnant because of domestic violence. Okay? And, uh, and yeah, so that's, and that's where this comes. Thank you. So, Ms. Roderick, uh, Marilyn, uh, can men get pregnant? Mr. Chairman, yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, look, look at that face. Look at the face of a, I mean, I have seen, I have seen that kind of seriousness on Aurora's face from time to time when she's talking about the mermaids in Peter Pan or something like that. The seriousness of this face is one that a child has when they're, when they're talking about some kind of fantastical place like Never Never Land. It does exist. I know it does. The second star to the right, you can see it plain as day. Or to that point, and I'm not done, um, define what, what a woman is. In your opinion. Relevance, point of order. Thank you very much. Um, it is relevant, and point of order not recognized. No, no, it's not relevant. Not relevant. We know. We, right, girls? We know. I, want, I would like you to answer that, because you are speaking on behalf of a bill that involves pregnant women, and I would like to get your take on that. Mr. Chairman, I'm speaking, I'm, I'm speaking in opposition to a bill related right. to the domestic violence against people who are pregnant. Against a woman. People who are pregnant. Oh, scary. Scary children. Who is pregnant? That's in the bill. Not people, woman. So I would like you to explain what in your definition what a woman is. Mr. Chairman. Yeah. There are people who identify as different genders who are capable of getting pregnant. That is my position on this. I am not going to feed more into the bigotry of that question. It's the bigotry of the question. You're a bigot. You're a bigot. You know, do you, you, you might, you must have figured that out at, by this point. You're a bigot. You're W-O-U apostrophe R-E. You're a bigot. And then here's the, the, the coup de gras. Rachel Levine. Look at this guy. What a, what a hulking monster. The wheels will turn on gender transitions for minors. Rachel Levine says, okay, now, this is, this is coming from the White House now. The wheels will turn on widely accepted uh, transgender transitions for children. President Biden's Transgender Assistant Secretary for Health for the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Rachel Levine, said during a February discussion at Connecticut Children's Medical Center. Levine, a biological man who believes he is a woman, said during the pediatric grand round session last month that the gender-affirming care is medical care. Levine, born Richard, claims during the discussion that children who had their gender confusion affirmed, quote, actually have excellent mental health outcomes, which is an outright lie. Mental health outcomes are virtually unchanged, and the, the regret is very high. I have read over 70% of transition regret, especially when they realize that all of their their internal struggle has not gone away after they have permanently altered themselves in some way, whether it be chemical or surgical. Levine claims numerous peer-reviewed journals indicate that there is no inherent, uh, nothing inherent with being transgender that predisposes youth to negative mental health outcomes. There's nothing inherent with being transgender that predisposes you. No, 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 no. 
No, no, no. It, it's, it, it's, it's, it's the, the mental health that comes first. You see, there, there is, this is a chicken, the egg kind of a thing. You don't, you don't, you're not transgender without already being mentally ill in some way. You see, they're saying, oh, no, no, that's almost like what he's, what he's trying to say, what he's trying to equate this to is some kind of an outrageous statement that says that, oh, you know, well, being woman, being a woman doesn't predispose you. You're not predisposed to being mentally ill if you're a woman or a man, you're not predisposed. It's as if this is an, another actual category of being a real biological category of being, and that is not all between the ears. So this is continues. Um, transgender youth who are, who are supported by their parents, school and community who receive evidence-based standard, evidence-based standard of care treatment actually have excellent mental health outcomes. So listen, it took, I gotta say, it took less than 10 years to get from, we just want to get married like everyone else, to having a Jewish man dressed in a dress who speaks on behalf of the U.S. government now, promising that sterilizing and mutilating mutilating children will be normalized before long. Because that's what he was saying. He's saying that the wheels will turn, that this is something that it won't be so, so controversial in the very few years ahead of us. Okay? This is being said outright in an official capacity. Now, you can't tell me that there was never an agenda now, and we're at the bottom of the slippery slope. We are buried beneath the runoff. And this is why I told my gay friends and family before 2015, when the Supreme Court jumped in on, on, uh, on marriage, when they're not, they had no place anywhere in our Constitution, in our, in our government to do that, I told them, A, the Supreme Court intervening on marriage is not going to be a win overall. It's not going to be. And B, I would tell them that you need to swiftly reject the T at the end of the, the acronym that portends to represent you sociopolitically, which you need to completely distance yourself from altogether. I told that to friends and family. You, you've really got to watch it. This, this T stuff is, getting, is going to be really, really bad. And why? Number one, again, with the federal overreach, when that happens... Whenever a judge or anybody in the federal government overreaches in some way, the way that they're overreaching may please you right now, okay? It may please you in, in how they're creating a precedent. But I'll tell you the precedent that it's going to create is going to give way to future action that will most certainly horrify you. So that's number one. It was not a win long term, the whole intervening for the marriage thing. But that, and, and this is now we're getting into how it has mutated since then. Because if you didn't have someplace else to go, you know, it only goes so far pandering to gay men and women about marriage. Because uh, after that is out of the way, and then people just start getting down to the important things in life, like being employed like being here in a uh, in a secure society where the rule of law is upheld which is not happening the southern border is wide open we are a rule we are we are lawless selectively enforced law with impunity which is an absence of law we are it, it, we are being driven into the depths of the sea 
economically with inflation and everything else. These are things that affect everybody, okay, which is why the T and everything that came after it was very necessary once they started getting to the bottom of that well there because um, because then then you're just then you're just wondering why there's less money in your savings account and that can't happen so we need a lot of lot of uh, a lot of grinding and a lot of friction and this is how you do it now the transgenderism thing I told them all the people in my life who would listen you got to jump off of this train right now or you're going to be taken on a ride where you're made to support some pretty dastardly things in order to be considered a loyal member of your herd. And, and it's happening. I mean, Michael Strahan's not even gay. And there he was cheering on a drugged up little boy in drag on his morning show a few years ago. And the fact that people still work, that, that people still work when they support and they go on with this stuff, they not only still work, they're given more work opportunities. You can tell that playing along with this shit is actually... Um, is actually being mandated and it is being in, encouraged because we are at uh, a phase right now where you have the White House filled with absolute, I mean, there's always been degenerates in the White House, but you think about Levine and that, and that the kleptomaniac, the satanic gay stripper that they made the, the monkey pox czar. I wonder if he's still getting paid for his work as monkey pox czar. And God only knows who else is hiding out over there now. And they're saying shit like this. That it's only going to take a few years until the um, until none of this barbarism that's being perpetrated and pushed onto children is going to be controversial anymore. I'm sure you saw this. Last thing before we go, before we go to break. This was from uh, this was from Friday. Started getting around. Bunch of trans children and elsewhere they showed up to florida to to push back on some kind of a sex reassignment bill that would have made it illegal to do to children and oh they came out to express themselves just keep in mind this is all within the last 10 years this is almost unheard of otherwise hi i was once a trans youth and now i'm a happy 22 year old trans adult student at new college of florida this is my health care Ma'am, okay. Don't tread on it. Okay, that's so. That's first of all, I would have thrown up right there. I would have thrown up right there. There's a, this obviously this developmentally stunted uh, boy that is um, thinks he's a girl, and right there as a kind of protest, held up a syringe with whatever kind of hormone he takes every day, which is just so horrible. Just shot drugs up in a, a session of whatever the hell this is. Senator Yarbrough has militarized the Florida GOP into the genital Gestapo. Ron DeSantis wants trans people dead. You are committing genocide. Yeah, you remember when the Gestapo uh, showed up going house to house in Nazi Germany um, looking for children who are transitioning from male to female or vice versa and trying to prevent them from doing any harm to themselves? You remember that? It's just incredible how how none of it makes sense, but they keep trying to find ways of uh, of making it relatable. I grew up in Germany in the aftermath of Nazis, and what you people are doing is no different. This is transphobic. It is cruel, and you really should be ashamed. What you are doing, my I know, I know. Take it, take it. 
the Nazis. I can't believe it. Signing this bill is an act of war. The way it is, as it is now, my people will die. My people will die. This, this, see, he's a chief. He's a chief of his tribe. Let my people go, Pharaoh. That's it. My people will die. Who are your people? Oh, you know, anybody who wakes up in the morning is confused. It's like there's no way. It's just incredible. And that blood, if you support this bill, will be on your hands. If I kill myself, it's your problem. That's what he's saying. I'm 12 years old. I'm not buying it. If you pass this bill, many of us will die. I deserve to live as long as all of you. We are humans, too. When I was two, I wanted to kill myself. By the time I was 15, I attempted to slice my own breasts off. Okay, oh, you see, you see, the, uh, you see the mom in the background, whoever the hell she is. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Look at the woman in the back. Oh, my gosh, this is terrible. She tried to cut her own breast off. Well, what, she, what do you think we should do, ma'am? Well, isn't it obvious? We need to get this troubled young woman to a doctor so they can properly remove their breasts. Try, wanted to kill themselves at two years old? This is all in the last 10 years. Not to say that there weren't people cross-dressing and, 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 and finding themselves into some alternative ways of, of living over the last couple thousand years, but this is the last 10 years. That's just, I mean... But and, and I, I really do believe, I really do believe they've hit the wall at this point. I really do believe that they've hit the wall and they're already past the peak of their influence. I really do. And that's not to say that they're going away. I'm just saying this video is a nightmare for that. The reason, the sole reason that these people are, A, not in mental hospitals, but that they're, they're not convincing anybody at this point now. Now it's just going to get more and more violent. Because the act is not working, we can tell very much so that there is something wrong here. It, everything about the, the external is a very strange protest against reality. Everything. The colors of the hair, the eye shadow, the, the, the lipstick, the, the, the tattered and torn clothes. I mean, I don't know if is it, is it post-punk. It's like you think that there, it's punk and goth, but it's not. We used to have punk and goth kids and, and whatever, but it wasn't like this. They could they might have been gay, but it wasn't like this. So I, I really do believe that they hit a wall. But that just means that it might get a lot more violent now because more and more people are, and need to continue to push back against it and say absolutely not. But that's what we have. That's the opening. Let's jump into other things, shall we? We will be right back. Don't go anywhere. Right? You let one ant stand up to us, then they all might stand up. Those puny little ants outnumber us a hundred to one. And if they ever figure that out, there goes our way of life. It's not about food. It's about keeping those ants in line. That's why we're going back. Does anybody else want to stay? Let's ride!
Okay. How you feeling? I'm feeling all right. Feeling pretty good. That's right. I always like this song in the springtime, Donovan, because I, I would say in about three or four weeks, three or four weeks we'll start seeing the forsythia bushes coming, blooming, that brilliant yellow, that mellow yellow. Mellow yellow. All right, so incredible timing for things these days, huh? It's going to be up to you to tell me what is a distraction and what's the real happening. I tend to think that we are in a time where most things are just happening at one at once, and it really is just about your personal preference as to what's the most important thing. That's my whole that's my whole take on this. That some things are more ridiculous than the others. But uh, let's go around the world. We've got a lot of things happening. But on on Friday, it was either Friday or Thursday when we were talking about the Biden family pay structure, how that has been made public, even more so now that more that more uh, people are are combing through all the stuff on that that laptop. That even Haley Biden was getting some commi- commissions and kickbacks from all their influence peddling. Just incredible. That's being publicized. I wonder who's going to be allowed to be above the law then, since they're going after uh, they're going after uh, decades-old uh, affairs with porn stars, with Donald Trump. It's just so ridiculous. Then we have uh, the president's, the current president's worthless crack addict Hunter Biden son. He's now suing the computer repair store owner for bringing the laptop that he left there for months and months, probably because he was in a crack stupor to the authorities, and then eventually it got to the public, essentially admitting again that it is his, and yes, this is my life. So there's that going on. Then we have this. This is from Zero Hedge. They put this together nicely. A wave of anti-government protests are setting the world on fire. There have been a surge in protests and strikes around the world, primarily focused on economic hardships, skyrocketing inflation, political turmoil, and geopolitical issues. Recent protests have emerged in France, Greece, Great Britain, Israel, Venezuela, South Korea, Moldova, and Portugal. While some of these demonstrations have been peaceful, others have resulted in clashes with law enforcement. One of the most troubling uh, troubling countries is France, where protests flared up last week after President Emmanuel Macron circumvented Parliament by passing unpopular pension reform that raises the retirement age from 62 to 64. I'm sure uh, Senator Kennedy down there in Louisiana would like that. Breaking. Trash cans in France are being set on fire. French social media is leading this trend to light garbage on fire. The French know how to protest. So this is going on. You've probably seen this getting passed around for days now. Very pretty. Very pretty stuff. France has turned into a battleground the last several nights in a row as French, uh, the French continue to protest. WEF installed global puppet Macron needs to resign now. Well, he just barely survived a no-confidence vote that I think went down today. So uh, he's not going anywhere anytime soon. Like I said, it's uh, they, they always just tend to win. 
And if it gets a little bit too dicey, they ask one of their their people to step down. They're given a nice little pension, uh, you know, a spot on a board of directors somewhere else at an energy company or a mining company or something like that. And then they bring in another one of their protégés. That's all. That's all. We got to go out there and vote. CBS. In this footage, launch projectiles are seen as protest site in Paris, France, as activists continue to question the government's decision to raise the retirement age. So that was what, that's what's going on there. Uh, Sputnik International has compiled a list of global hot topics and spots for protest movements starting in Greece. Following a tragic train crash in Greece that claimed the lives of 57 people, including numerous students, young people throughout the country have staged massive protests against the government. Protesters fired petrol bombs and threw stones at police who responded with tear gas during a protest in Greece against a deadly train crash that killed 57 people. In London, protesters held up placards as they participate in the Resist Racism March and rally in central London in, uh, on March 18th, ahead of the United Nations Anti-Racism Day on the 21st. I wonder what they're protesting against. I, see, something like this, I don't, I don't know what they're saying. But it's probably nothing that is going to do their country any good because obviously we see what London is now like. Israel protests gathers in Israeli city of Tel Aviv for 11th straight week of protests against the government's controversial judicial overhaul. So they're protesting the judges out there. Uh, Venezuela, a public worker yells as security forces outside of the labor ministry in Caracas during a protest for better salaries and benefits on Wednesday. Doesn't that sound nice? Hey, government, give us better salaries and benefits. A public worker, of course, so you would expect the government to have to do... But this is, this is where we're at. This is where we're at. South Korea protesting wearing vests bearing the name of South Korean President Yoon Suk-yeol. Attend the rally on Saturday, 18th of the March in South Korean capital of Seoul, Seoul, to demonstrate against a summit between South Korea and Japan. Japanese Prime Minister Fumio Kishida on Friday praised Yoon for, quote, making a difficult decision and action by overcoming the troubled history between the two countries, pledging to work with him for better relations in the future. So things are, you know, the whole world is just bubbling with excitement for one reason or another whether it's the fight against something that's obviously happening, they're protesting in favor of something that they, they're confused about but they want to feel good about themselves. That, that's what every anti-racism protest is these days. It's a bunch of confused people who want to feel good about themselves for one reason or another but can't really um, articulate as to why they're there. So that's what I would chalk up to UK without knowing a little bit more about it. Then we have this. This documentary, or something, I don't know what it's going to be a part about, back in 2021, Dr. Fauci and Muriel Bowser, then uh, mayor of D.C., they went around in the Maryland area, in D.C., Maryland area, to visit people in the neighborhoods over there, encouraging uh, residents to go and receive their COVID-19 vaccines, and, um, and, and for... Uh, I got to give them credit, but they they show just how aggressive these door-to-door sales pitches were. 
and they get BTFO'd by one guy at the end who was just really just had w- way too much common sense for them, and they had to leave. They weren't getting through to him, and it was really awesome. I'm going to show it to you. This is a seven-minute video that they put out on the American Masters PBS channel. It's uh, from Public Broadcasting. I don't know if this is going to be a part of a larger video, but the seven-minute trailer that they put out uh, gave everybody a little bit of something. Take a look at this. Oh, you should get it first. Okay, that way you won't give it to them. Oh, I thought I thought I would give it to them if I get it. No, no, not at all. In fact, we got to get you vaccinated so that if you were to get infected, you could pass it on to them. So you're actually protecting your family by getting him vaccinated. So here they are in 2021 lying to, pa- to, to families, l- probably lower income families over here, lying to people that uh, we got to get you vaccinated so that you don't give this to your children. And, and now we know that it not only does not do any of that, doesn't do any of that, but it wasn't even tested. It wasn't even tested. It's just incredible that this stuff was not shelved. It's 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 truly incredible that this was actually just let out there. But I guess to act confident in what you do is to uh, assume that you're not doing anything wrong. I don't know. But look how heavy they lean on these people. Well, I heard that it doesn't um, cure it and it doesn't um, stop you from getting it. You're correct. Stand firm. No, so, on the very, very, very rare chance that you do get it, even if you're vaccinated, it's a very, you don't even feel sick. It's like you don't even know you got infected. Yeah, well, it, it just so happens, just so happens, that's just the way it is for most people anyway. I mean, it didn't feel like that for me. It felt like any other flu that I had, and I've hated every flu I've ever gotten. You, have, you, can, you can pretty much write off two weeks of your life is going away, Okay. When you're symptomatic and then you're just wiped out for a week. But for most people, they had the antibodies and they never had a sniffle. That's why I said, oh man, it must be just so amazing to be the head of these pharmaceutical companies and have friends in the U.S. government and uh, the WHO. I would create a vaccine for paper cuts tomorrow and then say, oh, well, when was the last time somebody, somebody died of a paper cut? Well, that's because they got the vaccine. They barely knew it. It's very, very good at protecting you. Liar. It's the Anacostia, so get up okay. there. Okay. All right. Thank See you, you later. Thank you. Okay. The people in America. Now, this is the guy that picks him apart. I'm going to shut up now. I'm not settled with the information that's been given to us right now. So I'm not going to be lining up taking a shot on a vaccination for something that wasn't clear in the first place. And then you all create a shot in miraculous time. It takes... Years to but create vaccination. Well, it, it used to take years. Okay, it used to. It, you it know how you years. know how many years were invested in this in this approach? About twenty years of science to get us to be able to years do it. Not enough. And it, it took us twenty years of science to get it to, to this. I guess that's the mRNA approach. It took us twenty years to get us to this place where we can put it together in six months. And then what? Did you test it? Well, no, no. There's no. There's no testing. There's no testing. It obviously doesn't work. We didn't know anything about how how the long-lasting the effects of protection would be if it did in fact protect. The, the, the waning effects were it was like it was so rapidly deteriorating along with everybody's general health. But look at the lying rat-faced of this fuck 
Fauci. Look at him staring up at this man, begging him to believe him. And he's just a lying rat face fuck. Making millions probably off of his remdesivir that's killing people as he's making this video. It, they're killing people with remdesivir in hospitals. Nine months is definitely not no. enough for nobody to be taking no vaccination that you all came up with. The only yeah. reason I'm talking to you right now, as close as we are, is that I've been vaccinated. Right. But <laughs> if a lot of thousands of people like you don't get vaccinated, you're going to let this virus continue to percolate in this country and in this world. Something like the common flu then, right? <laughs> yeah. Basically... Not it's like much more flu. serious than the flu. Though. Well, the flu kills a lot of people annually, yeah. too. You know how many people died of the flu the last year? I mean, not this year, virtually none, but the previous year. There you go. There's another admission. Virtually nobody died of the flu this year. Because remember, this is 2021. So in 2020, barely nobody died of the flu because they needed those numbers. They needed those numbers. About twenty to 30,000. You know how many people have died from COVID-19 in the United States? You know how many people have died from remdesivir and having their, their lungs exploded by ventilators? 600,000 Americans. Well, you, well, that, well the, the number that you all are giving that died, that, that, once again, that's you all's number. You going to pass. Yeah, definitely. Because right. when you start talking about paying people to get vaccinated, when you start talking about incentivizing things to get people vaccinated, there's something else going on with that. Yep. Something yeah, else, something it, else going I, on. It with is that. something going yeah. on. With something that. Else You're right. But I'm glad millions of people like me and most everybody here didn't get an incentive. You know what their incentive was? Protecting their health and protecting the city. Well, but that, I, I, I well, won't keep okay, doing anymore. It's okay because my, 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 my incentive, y'all campaign, is about fear. It's about inciting fear in people. You all attack people with fear. That's what this pandemic is. It's a fear. It's fear, this pandemic. That's all it is. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I love it. I like that. That was great. That was great. I like it a lot. So these are the things. I'm or I'm just I'm it's incredible that it was let let out there. So um there's Dr. Fauci and Muriel Bowser getting slammed. And by whom? Rand Paul? Dr. McCullough? Some PhD? No. Pure common man common sense. That's it. That's it. Oh, you saw those daggers that Bowser was throwing at him. Oh, boy, oh, boy. That's just it. Very encouraging. Very encouraging. And it seems like it's going to get aired or something. But uh, outside of that, what else is going on? The banking collapse. That's continuing. That's continuing. I'm hearing a lot more. I just got... An email, uh, Frank, heads up, banking in- industry closer to collapsing than uh, the media is letting on. Had lunch with a friend who owns an NBA team today. And they took all their millions out of regional banks because they expect them to start falling like dominoes by the end of the week. I asked her if they had pr- uh, precious metals, and they don't because their neighbors keep getting robbed, and they don't have a safe anywhere. That isn't obvious. I told her to get uh, making maybe so. so it, th- there's a lot of things going on right now with the, the banks. That is just continuing. That's just continuing. Uh, outside the fact that the, the bailouts that are being proposed right now by the Fed, and I don't care what the hell they call them, they're bailouts, that are being proposed by the, thre- the, the Fed are more than three times the size of the 2008 sw- swindle when they said $800 billion and everybody gasped. 
And now there is not a spending bill for a single fiscal year for the federal government that is less than $2 trillion, it seems. And they're about to throw $2 trillion at this, which is just fake. It's just, just, it's just like fake. It's, it's almost like trying to put a fire out with dryer lint, for, with, with, with lint from your dryer. And then, of course, there's Russia. Russia, who is definitively winning the war in Ukraine, which is why we are only being fed tales of the Ukrainian Superman's resilience out there. And we get new lies about the Nord Stream pipelines every day and, and, uh, and the ICC's ridiculous arrest warrant issued for Vladimir Putin. So it's no wonder why this week they may have also wanted to uh, get Trump all mixed up with the law and get his fingerprints processed and his mugshots sent out there. But, uh, I mean, we're going to talk about this. I want to talk about it next. That's what we're going to jump into, and then we're going to take your calls from 8 to 8.30, maybe a little bit sooner if I can get through this quick. Don't go anywhere. Share the show far and wide. I have the links throughout all of the Quite Frankly socials, and uh, and it's going to be a good one. Don't go anywhere. Hey, guys, I'm in New York City just hanging out. And this is where we get tested. So rejoice to God Almighty for this animating contest of liberty. You're listening to Quite Frankly. I really enjoy a good hooker, but I don't have the money. I'm really high on crack. I enjoy it. Lulls, right? I just did it for the lulls, which is the plural of LOL, laugh out loud. Look, I'm, I'm going to give you 100 rats. And you might say, well, that's preposterous because why not just leave? And the answer is something like, fuck you, just take the rats. I'll, I'll tell you about the dark side of rats. If you put two juvenile rats together, the bigger, stronger, meaner, dark tetrad rat would just destroy the smaller rat. But rats, they sort of bounce. And so so do kids and so do sheep and and so the little rat being a bit of a genius stabs the big rat with a knife in a car and so after the blood and the gore and the and the pain and the fear and all of that it turned out the big rat faked the whole thing that wasn't big rat that was another rat where's the big rat we have no way of really knowing you're cool What's up? I love QFTV. Yeah, yep. you're cool. Uh, what's QFTV? Did you say what's QFTV? Missy gonna need to go over there and watch QFTV Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, right after Quite Frankly. Yeah. Oh, you're definitely cool. Only on QuiteFrankly.tv, powered by Foxhole. The QFTV, tonight is Mystery Movie Monday. Well, it's not a mystery. I uh, Tonight, what we're going to be showing, I said we were going to do the Bond stuff together. Should I do it on a Sunday night or should I do it on a Monday night? Well, tonight on Quite Frankly TV, I'm going to get off here around 8.30. So from 8.30 to 9, I don't know what's what's going to be filled in on Quite Frankly TV. But around the 9 o'clock, the top of the hour... We are going to play Casino Royale, Daniel Craig, and then we'll start doing consecutive weeks with all the Bond films. And remember, take out your your, uh, notepads and your pencils. Great, great, great adventures, but there's a lot of things that are revealed to you in there. And uh, it starts right away with Casino Royale. 
hopefully I get I get home in time to watch most of it with you guys. So the book club sessions have only really been about an hour, so I should be home before ten. All right, all right. So let's get into some, something here. Here's a little something from Zero Hedge because you know we had this on Friday when we went live for the show and Matt and Koss were in and we saw all the headlines about how Donald Trump, this is from Fox, you know, um, it was from the mainstream corporate news agencies that were saying that there was a an indictment that was coming and that Donald Trump would be arrested on or around Tuesday of this week, which is tomorrow. And then the next day we got a response from Donald Trump. He was responding to the media. I was trying to figure out what came first. Uh, well, I you just remind yourself that it came from the media first. You say, well, what is it? Since then, people have said that it's not going to happen. It looks like it was just all a, a false a false start and just a, a big mess. Uh, but I don't know. I've read that there's no notice of indictment. And it may not happen. But the responses have been interesting, and it at least opens up some mental wargaming as to who would benefit the most from such a ridiculous act. The nature of the response is protesting really needed. Would it do anything other than the feds to sabotage another event and just have it all just backfire? So let's get to Jonathan Turley who's got a really interesting response to all this stuff this is just about the actual case itself because again we're talking about we're talking about that damn uh, what's her name Stormy Daniels hey she was a hua Turley Soros backed Manhattan DA's made for TV Trump prosecution is legally pathetic George Washington University law professor Jonathan Turley panned reports of the looming potential case against former President Donald Trump after the former commander-in-chief announced he may be arrested in the next week. As the Epoch Times' Jack Phillips reports below, alleged unnamed court sources have told multiple news outlets that Trump could be indicted in the near future. While Trump said via Truth Social that he expects to be arrested by Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg's office on Tuesday. Bragg's office has not publicly confirmed reports that he may be uh, may possibly indict the former president for allegedly misclassifying $130,000 of hush payment money said to, uh, made to Stormy Daniels in 2016. It's an NDA. So if you ever had if you've ever signed an NDA with somebody and in it was some kind of financial compensation for holding up your end of the deal, you've been paid hush money. It's like, calling, it's like calling an AR-15 an assault weapon. Let's see here. Trump has denied claims that he had an affair with Daniels. That's his right to deny it. But who cares? And he probably did it in the early 2000s. However, unconfirmed reports allege that a grand jury in New York has been impaneled and may be seeking an indictment of the former president. But Turley said that based on those reports, the DA's case against Trump is legally pathetic and is, quote, struggling to twist state laws to effectively prosecute a federal case long ago rejected by the Justice Department against Trump. And the main reason why they they rejected it, the feds did, and you know the DOJ would love to have been able to sink their teeth into that stake, is because the guy that this was all built on was Michael Cohen. 
and he was just a rabid, dumb, dumb, doofus liar. He was such a doofy fuck. He was in front of uh, a House committee. And I remember watching that and going, this is just such a disaster for this poor fuck. Just go to jail. Go to jail because of your taxi medallion fraud shit there. You're not going to jail because of Donald Trump. You're going to jail because of taxi medallions that you were... I, I, I forget what the hell he was doing with his medallions. But... um. He was lying constantly. It was it was he was even being joked about on CNN when they weren't hoping that he was, you know, the guy who can finally take down the the great and terrible Trump. They were jo- they were joking to each other about how bad the hearing was and how he was just caught in lie after lie after lie. So you can't use somebody. There's no credibility there. So of course New York said, "Oh, well, we'll try to work something out." Thanks, Feds. Here you go. In 2018, yes, that is how long this theory has been around, I wrote how difficult such a federal case would be under existing laws. Now, six years later, later, the same theory may be shoehorned into a state claim, wrote Turley, who was a former expert witness for Trump's first impeachment trial for The Hill. And, and there's another thing for you, his first impeachment trial. Remember, this is the same group of people who impeached the man twice. They would do anything to ruin him. Even if he wasn't able to run for office, I think they would still do this just because they're so sadistic. While we still do not know the specific state charges in the anticipated indictment, the most discussed would fall under Section 175 for falsifying business records based on the claim that Trump used legal expenses to conceal the alleged hush payments that were supposedly used to violate federal election laws. While some legal experts have insisted such concealment is clearly a criminal matter that must be charged, they were conspicuously silent when Hillary Clinton faced a not dissimilar campaign finance allegation. He noted that a Section 175 charge would normally be a misdemeanor and that the only way to convert it into a Class E felony required a showing that, quote, intent to defraud includes an intent to commit another crime or to aid or conceal the commission thereof. So to commit another crime to then cover it up, you know, to or, or whatever it was. That other crime would appear to be the federal elections violations with the Justice Department previously declined to charge. Bragg's office, meanwhile, could not prosecute the, char- could not prosecute the charge as a misdemeanor as it falls outside the two-year statute of limitations, Turley wrote. Instead, Bragg would have to pursue a felony charge. Quote, prosecutors working under Bragg's predecessor, Cyrus Vance Jr., also reportedly rejected the viability of using a New York law to effectively charge a federal offense, Turley said. D.A. Bragg, who was elected with a million dollars of support from George Soros, funneled through the Color of Change PAC, also previously expressed doubts that the Daniels case and shut it uh, uh, about the Daniels case and shut it down when he took office several years ago. He said, adding two lead prosecutors resigned at the same time. Here's a quote. Bragg himself threw a flag on this play. I mean, he stopped the two prosecutors who were moving toward a trial. They resigned in protest. One of them went and wrote a book. In my view, that book was deeply improper and unprofessional. The book was about prosecuting someone who had not been charged, let alone convicted. But it triggered a huge amount of pressure on Bragg. It does appear that it works. He then proceeded to bring this case. It's just incredible. As always... 
and they're shameless about it. And I saw those those mutant Krasenstein twins. They uh, they they take time out from their 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 sixty nining throughout the day to tweet every so often, and uh, I, they 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 love jumping in front of bullets that were meant for George Soros, f- figurative bullets that were meant for George Soros by saying it's anti-Semitic. That there's nothing really to George Soros being able to use his money to support people he likes. There's nothing wrong with it, and it's not being anti-Semitic. Number one, uh, it's not anti-Semitic to think that George Soros is a piece of shit. First of all, he sold out Jewish people and actually um, helped Nazis hunt them down. And he called it some of the most exhilarating years of his life. That's number one. And number two, there is no theory about what this man's money does and what his intentions for destroying America, his disdain disdain for the United States as he found it was and what he wants to change it into and why he is going after DAs. What he did to cities like Los Angeles and San Francisco with their DAs. I believe in Missouri as well. There's a reason why he goes and he destroys the legal systems. And he destroys the borders and everything else. This man is not, this is, this is, I mean, he's not the only enemy out there, but it is not uh, hyperbole as far as what kind of a, 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 an evil fuck he is. If Trump is indicted, it may require Trump to travel to the district, of Atter- district attorney's office in downtown New York to surrender. In white-collar cases, the defendant's lawyers and prosecutors typically agree on a date and time rather than arresting the person at home. So, um, now, there's more. There's more in this article. Not too much, but we already got it. We already have it. Um, we already have what's going on here, and it's uh, it's silly. It's very silly. Here's some of the responses from people, though. First one up is from Greg Price, who wanted to point some stuff out about this uh, this district attorney as well. In 2022, Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg reduced 52% of all felony charges to a misdemeanor. Now he's elevating a misdemeanor to a felony that the feds refuse to prosecute to indict Donald Trump. Allegedly. We don't know yet, because I don't know. There's a lot of conflicting reports now about how this may not even happen. But at the same time, this Bragg, this Alvin Bragg, his office has responded to some of the response and never made any denials or anything like that. So he's perfectly happy with letting everybody twist in their shoes. Criminals roam free and political opponents go to jail. This is your third world country, says Greg Price. Our very own Richard Barris said the following. Not a good look, America, not a good look at all. Arresting a former president for a misdemeanor nobody ever gets charged with is obvious political persecution. This is what a scared, a scared, um, what scared tyrants do to hold on to power in corrupt, cartelized, cartelized, caramelized governments, not democratic systems. Once this is uh, crossed, there is no going back. I don't think that, I don't think there's going back anyway. I think there there's already is no going back, Rich. I really do believe that. Of course, here's what I said. I said the following on Twitter. I said, I wish I could make myself believe that these psychos don't know how a Trump arrest is going to backfire on them. But um, 
I don't believe that. I think they know exactly, and I think that they're banking on it. Surely they want to disqualify him from 2024, though I don't think that this is even possible. But more public demonstrations to sabotage would be a bonus. I ended by saying, I'll tell you one thing, though. Frank Sinatra and Jimi Hendrix aren't going to have shit on the Trump mugshot when it comes out. They're making him into a legend. And if he does, if the mugshot is taken, it's going to be, I mean, it's, it's, Donald Trump can trademark, he should be, he should trademark it. He should trademark his, his, uh, his trade, uh, his mugshot. He has to, if you can. Because that is going to be, you, you can run several presidential campaigns on the money that those t-shirts are going to make. So what I want to ask for you guys is, um, is what do you think? That's really it in the second half of the show. It's going to be a short second half. What do you think is going on there? What do you think is going to go on there? I want to know. Uh, we have several We've lived several different lives, it feels like, since 2017, 2018. But, man, if you don't remember the Cohen stuff, it's like, it's like going back to 2017 without actually having the benefits of being in 2017. It was objectively a better time. But um, on, on the other hand, we know symbolism is also very important to these creeps. Uh, tomorrow's date, especially, I'll have... Robert Phoenix on with me for that one. Tomorrow's date is a palindrome. It's 321-23. And it should be noted that because they're very ritualistic in nature, that uh, especially when it comes to rituals of shame and humiliation and sacrifice or Phoenix-like transition, it's very important stuff. So I just always mark that down, and I love when other people do too. And and how would this not be a Phoenix-like transition for Donald Trump, if he goes into this and comes out at, comes out of it the other end, what would he be like at that point? I'm telling you, they're for, they're making whether you like him or not, they're turning him into a legend. So I want to know everything you got to say. The number to call in is nine one four five nine five six nine five three. We're going to take a call. Uh, we're going to go on a really quick break right now for intermission. Come back, and the rest of the show is yours. Right to the bottom of the hour. So get your numbers ready. Get your phones ready. Nine one four. 595-6953-914-595-6953. We'll be right back. It's intermission time, folks. Time out. Press the like button. Thank you. Welcome to intermission. We'll, we'll be right back. Ah, 
entering. Quite frankly. 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 We all support quite frankly. Not quite. Let's go, Brandon. Quite frankly in Roma Italia. Quite frankly. You going on Frank's show tonight? I really like you. You're very smart. So everybody watch. Quite frankly. With Frank. to get into your super chats to give you guys some times to warm up your phones I know those carbureted engines on your phones need a little bit of time to warm up first one coming in is from incompetent hands says Frank the Pizza Hut commercial before uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in 1990 is one of the best ever and must play any baseball fan will choke up perfect for the spring loving the book club you'll always be Lord in my book, Frank. Thank you. Thank you. It was very nice being a lord for that one year before we found out that it might all be a scam. In Scotland, of course. In Scotland. But the Pizza Hut commercial before Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Okay. I gotta check that one out. Yeah, it was the the one that we played on Friday night was the one before Land Before Time. But I, I for some reason, I... I I've seen it in other in other coming attractions too. KT Sky D says you're the best, Frank. I enjoy your show every night. Does this mean you're my modern day, probably more honest Walter Cronkite? I think so. Well, different kind of show. It's a different format. Tonight is a little bit more newsy. We do that. I I put up with newsy nights. We can do news as good as anybody else news analysis we can we can hang hang with anybody i think but i put i put up with these nights let's see here justin from yes cacao says happy double golden birthday to my beautiful wife zoe oh happy birthday zoe thank god for the sacred science of rumpology without which i may never have found my soulmate (laughs) it's true it's true we all need to be rumpologists in our own little way Chocolate blessings to all of your, uh, to all your ears. All of your ears? Or do you mean years? Chocolate blessings to all your ears. Happy spring. Yes, that's Justin from Yes Cacao. You can also find them on the affiliates page. I can't wait to hear about their, their trip down to Texas. That's going to be a wonderful thing to hear about. All right, over on Rumble. Let's see if there's any rants there. There are a couple. Christoa says, in your face, Fauci. Great video, Frank. I'm glad that you enjoyed that. And Cat Sky D says, can you say it, Frank? We all could say it together in solidarity. She was a hua. A, she was a hua. B, she hit me. Some hua. Oh, there's a big... There's a lot of... 
Hua compilations from from Sopranos. They're I could never put that compilation up. It's too brutal. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right, let's go. Let's go over here to Foxhole. I see that the phones are starting to bubble a little bit. That's good. Joe Elaine says, I love your uh, love your Captain Zoso shirt. Well, thank you. I have a couple of these shirts, and they're very comfy. Michael Meyer says, prayers for Loza Alexander. Let's go, Brandon. He's battling cancer and having a hard time. Oh, geez. Well, I'm sorry to hear about that. I don't think I know who Loza is, but I'm... Um, I'm hoping and praying for the best. Uh, let's see here. Boys Blanc. Thank you. Jesse, thank you. Michael Myers again says, Happy Monday to you, Frank, and hugs for Lauren and the chicken nugget. Thank you. She's becoming more of a chicken thigh now. She's so uh, big. And the conversations we have now are just incredible. I, it's just incredible. Uh, let's see. Oh, and now, now her new thing is putting us, putting us all to bed. Wherever we are, she comes, she, she puts blankets on us, usually over our, our, our faces and stuff. And if we try to adjust, she goes, she comes back. She goes, no, 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 shh, 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 sleep. No, no, no. And she puts us back down and she puts her face, pushes us back down. Hello. And this, so there's, there's that. Let's see here. Boyce Blanc says, marriage is a tax for gay couples. Why not? 1979 says, happy effing Monday. Much love all. Paul 9363, Michael Myers against his help. I am a gardener trapped in my body. I'm a gardener trapped in the body of a psycho. And thank you, Sean Joe, Ginger45. Mike Myers again says the left just wants us to freak out and get violent. Stay home, people. It's a trap. Captain Flint sends some cans. So does Ginger. Yeah, that's a great one to put on out there. 85% of Trump supporters, this is what has been released. I, uh, who the hell is it? Say approximately 85%. This is reported by Summit News of Trump supporters think that protesting against an arrest right now is a January 6th style trap, which I believe uh, is just a bad idea. I think it's a bad idea too. I really do. Um, it does not mean, it does not mean don't go to rallies. This is a perfect, um, a perfect way for him to, to promote some rallies. And that's what it should have all been in, uh, you know, directed toward. But the fact that he himself, Donald Trump mentioned protests like uh do you know how many people are still in jail right now and they're hunting over 1200 more americans for that shit no i don't i don't think so not gonna happen okay i got an email here that i'll read after a couple of calls let's take uh here's a call from doc keck what's going on doc <laughs> what's going on frank welcome to the show Oh, man. Yeah, quick shout-out, uh, Rip. Uh, quite frankly, Discord, I didn't know if you were going to be taking calls on the new platform. Maybe cut into the line. We will. We, we will soon. We have not been able to calibrate all of the voice the voice uh, chats on the Gilded yet, but we will be starting to take on-air calls from Gilded soon. Awesome. Awesome. 
I got uh, I got some news for you and the cats. Uh, October 2021, I said that I was coming for that ass uh, regarding Fauci. I uh, developed uh, a public health notice that's on, on my Twitter, and I delivered it to the public health director of my county last week. And tomorrow, I'm going to be going in front of the uh, county commissioner's board and giving them the same public health notice regarding long COVID and its treatment, which is based off of a lecture that Dr. Bruce Patterson gave um, at an immunology conference in Georgetown. So that's one big. of the things that I... Huh? That's great. It is great. And one of the things that, you know, I, I definitely uh, ran into a wall twice uh, was the whole thing about uh, legal standing. And I'll say that uh, two weeks ago, you did an interview with Dave Roberts uh, a couple months back regarding bonds. And I took a, a weekend course with him. And uh, let's just say that I learned how to establish lawful standing. And now moving in like a lawful constitutional um, manner uh, against these public health officials, which is beyond statutes and codes. And I'm, I'm even going to attempt to convene an Article Three constitutional court in my county. Wow. Based on these notices. Wow. Yeah. Man, I got to say one thing. This must have been such an, a highly educational journey for you. You're learning so many things, so many things, just about the system. And, and oh, man, it's just incredible. Absolutely. We're coming for those bonds, man. You know, ultimately, every public health uh, official has to ha is bonded, and if you go after their bond and it gets surrendered, they can no longer serve public office in any capacity because they won't get bonded and they can't get insured. You know, and on top of all of yeah. Are you talking about Dr. Sean Brooks? No, this is uh, uh, Dave, Dave Roberts. I don't. Did, did I, inter I interviewed somebody named Dave Roberts? Yeah, a long time ago. <laughs> Wait, are you serious? Yeah, boss. Yeah, uh, on the bonds, specifically on the bonds issue, or, or maybe maybe it was. Maybe I'm confused. No, it's Sean. Uh, and, Sean Brooks came in. He he talked about bonds, about school for for okay. for protesting schools with the lockdowns. It was Dr. Sean Brooks. Oh, oh maybe I got another referral for you. Make another another yeah, guess. Hey, maybe maybe <laughs> I, I'm always interested. Yeah. Yeah, and, and on top of this, uh, also working uh, to convene uh, a, a grand jury, a common law grand jury as well. Like, and, and I'm already in a group of 50 people. All we need is 25. So before the end of this year, we're coming for that ass. Well, keep keep us up to date, and please keep in touch with John Carroll from the blog, because I would love to keep having your specific, uh, your your thread continue to be updated. I'd love that. Yeah, and if anyone, because, you know, I'm... I'm by no means like this is a year and a half legacy. Um, I do have a give, send, go. If I can just plug that real quick. Um, give, send, go. American Foundation for Informed Consent. And I run that as well. American Foundation for Informed Consent. And I also have a website, Forward Questions Here, FWDQuestionsHere.com. I appreciate it, Frank. Many blessings to you and the Franklings. Keep up all the great work, Doc. We'll talk soon. Yes, sir. There you Bye. go. Uh, I got this email from Mike from Maryland. Then we'll take some more of your calls. Mike from Maryland said this, so Trump just put out a, uh, a truth social. This, I got this on Sunday. A truth social that he believes he will be arrested by the Manhattan DA on Tuesday for lying about paying off Stormy Daniels. 
His story from the New York Daily News explains what the charge actually is, and here's a quote. Under the New York law, falsifying business records is a felony where the falsification is intended to cover up another crime. Otherwise, the offense is only a misdemeanor, punishable by a year in prison. Small potatoes for a former president, Trump falsified the transactional records to cover up the federal campaign finance violation. The issue is, what is a crime authorizing enhanced uh, enhancement to a felony? A New York crime, clearly, but when the penal FBR statute speaks of a crime, does it include federal crime? My, my whole thing there, too, is I have never seen anything, any confirmation that this money came from campaign, campaign uh, funds. I have never seen anything, and if I missed it, please get in please get it in touch with me, but they keep talking about federal campaign finance violations because of this cover-up cover-up of, of an NDA. I, I, that's the first question I always had. Wait, wait, this was, what, this was from campaign funds or, or what? Anyway, Mike says, in two different posts, Trump explicitly called for people to pr- protest. People need to learn the lesson from January 6th. If there are any big protests, the feds will 100% try to entrap people. Personally, I'm of the belief that this is all controlled and Trump will return to the White House one way or another. Think about it. They could have charged him with treason if they really wanted to, but instead they go with this ridiculous over-the-top nothing burger. It's going to enrage people and all but guarantees an even bigger victory than we know he already won in 2020. However, that doesn't mean this process won't be painful. A slew of new bogus arrests and political prisoners will help cement the narrative that we live in a banana republic, and more innocent people will have to be victimized to make it happen. Franklies need to take a deep breath and use their discernment. Do not go to one of these events. Realize that this event will not be our last chance to save America. He's not going to be thrown in jail and kept there. He has just scheduled a rally in Texas for Saturday. If this actually goes down on Tuesday, I'm not sure what the logistics will be like. As far as I know, he's still in Mar-a-Lago. But they want to process him in New York City. I've seen calls for protesters to surround Trump's home and prevent the cops from getting inside. We'll have to see how that all plays out. You can bet if there's an organized protest, there will be feds disguised as MAGA who will attack the cops and everyone will be there arrested. Doesn't take a rocket science to see the coming trap, so I'm surprised that Trump even sent a strong message about encouraging people to walk right into it. All that said, this will probably be the turning point in the whole Trump saga. The optics will be so bad for the left, they'll never recover. Let's see if it happens. I'm definitely of the wait-and-see approach. You know, I'm not going out to one of those damn things that people start getting together in New York City. I know Leroy Press will probably show up with his camera. Viral NYC News, Leroy Press. Maybe I'll get him on the show to, to call in if he can see anything tomorrow. Let's take a call. 720, you're on the air. Who's this? This is Jose. Jose, how are you? Hey, how are you, Frank? Great show. Thank you so much. What are you thinking tonight? So I want to make a comment on behalf of the Latino community and how they feel about President Trump. Oh, okay. I've heard and spoke to a lot of Latinos weren't here in Houston, and they're very enraged about what they're doing to President Trump because in Mexico, a lot of this happens. A lot of politicians, uh, a lot of journalists get sent to jail. Oh, so so they're seeing that and they're realizing that uh, where we came from is now here. 
Absolutely. And uh, d- just just the fact that the leader of the free world is uh, uh, there's a potential arrest in the horizon uh, scares a lot of the Latino community because they know what happens in third world countries. Well, that's always been the thing that I, I, I said, if we ever have a shot at anything, it's going to be in the revelation process that everything that has been promised here to people who are already fleeing um, places that are already through the later phases of this kind of a scam, this kind of big government scamming, if there's anything there, it would be that those who, who, those who, who show up actually start learning. They they be they become in, they become interested in what why we were set up the way that we were so long ago and and how it's being changed and what should actually be restored. That would be that would be the real turnaround right there. If everything that they invested in in illegal immigration, hoping that the people who come here from places like Central and South America would be nothing but doting, obedient uh, uh, voters who would who are are content with with becoming permanent dependent underclass if that can be broken and turned around on them they would it would be over it'd be over completely i that's why i i want absolutely yeah and i think that's going to happen frank i think that this is going to backfire on them and if they do go through with the arrest just just the spanish community is going to be absolutely outraged and even if it was a democrat president i think we should be outraged just as well no doubt so so uh, over there in in uh in your circles and uh, what what is the last I don't know what was the last seven five to seven years been like? Have you seen seen a change in sentiment, or uh, as far as understanding the, what's going on in the country socially, also what's going on in D.C.? Uh, are people becoming a little bit more curious as to you know our history with the with also seeing uh, with also seeing how there's this this, this great um, concentration on destroying history and and that being all part of the same thing, they're wiping everything clean. And uh, yes, so what are you guys picking up on? I think I think one of the biggest things that I've noticed is their <clears throat> feeling towards President Trump. I think that they're uh, they've realized that the Democrats sold a defective product to the American people, which is Joe Biden. Uh, and they're realizing that uh, he's not a real president and realizing that he's uh, he's not doing right for the American people. And they realize that pretty much everything that President Trump said was was true. And they're also I, I think there's also a big spotlight on what happened in Brazil with Bolsonaro. And they're also seeing how Bukele in El Salvador is being treated because he's doing a fantastic job in El Salvador. But the Latino media really does not like what Bukele is doing. I think he's dropped down the murder rate uh, in El Salvador. He's doing it. He made he built a mega prison and he's cleaning up the streets of El Salvador. But no one is highlighting that. Mm. And, and, and and you mentioned Donald Trump a couple of times. And obviously, when you say you, you speak on behalf of all the Latinos in in, uh, in the United States, I take that with a grain of salt. But with the, with those of those people around you that you're all talking beyond Donald Trump, what are their sentiments? Like, let's say Donald Trump uh, was allowed to take the White House for a second term in 2020, and it is now um, the end of the first quarter of 2023. He'd almost be done with his second uh, second term. What are their outlooks for 
every year after Donald Trump is no longer a viable candidate. I mean, what are the? Uh, I mean, in general, uh, just getting Joe Biden and Donald Trump out of the way. Uh, th- th- hopefully, there's something a little bit more uh, substantive and, and, and longer lasting of a of a revelation than just the um, the the food fight that we've been living through the last seven years. Yeah, I think it's the fr- the freedom movement. Uh, I think it's uh, <clears throat> really the people uh, realizing that they want to put a person in their prospective country that represents the interest of that of their people. I think that's one of the things that 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 Trump. Uh, will leave behind, you know, long after he's gone. Uh, I think the populist movement is is, is a great movement in, in, in several countries in Latin America. Well, I thank you so much for calling in, Jose. It's great to it's it's great to have you drop in like this and do it more often, please. Well, thank you, Frank. Thank you. I really appreciate you, and I appreciate uh, your show, and uh, you you always uh, make it happen Monday through Friday. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. All right, there you go. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot. There's a lot coming down the pike. Let's see. Here's a few more people that, that commented. Odd how they are announcing ahead of time on this one instead of notifying CNN first so that they're on the scene first like they did with Roger Stone. Uh, most people are saying, yeah, I'm not doing, uh, I'm not going on any protesting. A lot of other people saying, hey, where do I pre-order one of those Trump mugshot T-shirts? I'll make my own. I don't care. <laughs> I will make my own. Give it to me. Let's see. What do we have? Uh, most people Four, saying, 570. Yeah, 570. You're on the air. Go ahead. Okay. Oh, we got a 914 on the air. What's this? Hello. Hello. Who's this 914? Annie. Annie, welcome to the show. Thank you. Is that your real name or is this, an, is this a, uh, a pseudonym since you're, you're a local? Mm-hmm. No, I'm actually Annie 14 on the chat. Okay, great, Annie. Welcome to the show. So what's on your mind? Oh, my gosh, Frank. I, did, I really didn't expect you because you're not – I'm ahead of what you're saying on, on, on my screen. Anyway, if Trump gets mugshot, yeah. he's going up 100% in the polls. Seriously. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. And that is – I just think that's obje- an objective – blowback response you have to put aside whether you like it or you don't like him or whatever it would just be i mean how do you how do you propel somebody to legend status like that i mean that is just that's baller to have a mugshot to be this yeah. to to, sur- <laughs> to survive two impeachments you've been impeached twice you you uh, you know from 2016 to 2020 you added 11 million plus votes to your tally they 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 push this corpse in front of you we have to i mean it's just this is all they're, they're making him a legend they really are oh yeah it's like he's a Jesse James he's the 2023 Jesse James he's going to be up there and hopefully we can win the election so that he can take out all these other people that we're trying to get rid of ourselves whether you like him or not it would be i i always took bets and uh and i love doing those shows in the lead up to 2020 uh what what people would hope his second term would have been like and uh, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe, hey, who knows? Maybe we get to see what that is, Annie. But hey, it's it's great to hear from you. Thank uh, you. And I'm in Mamaroneck, by the way, okay. so it's nice to have a neighbor. Absolutely. <laughs> and you, so how, how do you like uh, spending so much time right next to uh, Project Veritas all those years? 
Um, well, I never actually went. Uh, you know, I, I never went near Project Veritas headquarters or anything like that. But you know, he's starting a new a new season of his life, and it's going to be great for the new season too. Ah, uh, yeah, it is. And I hope that he gets out of New York and goes someplace where he doesn't have to pay as many taxes. But uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know what? I'll uh, I'll uh, I was actually considering going to the Mamaroneck Diner. Uh, after after <gasps> oh, <wow. laughs> afterwards to to get the mescaline chicken wrap, but I don't th- I don't I don't think I'm gonna have time tonight. I don't know, but it's good to it's hear from late. you. Yeah, it's late. The chicken nugget needs to sleep. You're right. You're right. And I have to do book club too, Annie. So it just it all oh, piles yes, that's up. That's right. Um, I can't wait. Double oh, seven. I'm gonna be writing my notes. And um, for your next show, hopefully we'll be you, you'll be uh, looking uh, asking questions, and we can you know do give you answers on the chat oh no i'll, I'll be paying attention i'll be looking in the chat in, in a little bit it's great to have <laughs> Remember, you out there annie 14 annie 14 i'm gonna look for it <laughs> all right there thank you, you there's my neighbor there's my neighbor Ooh. annie said 914 who could this be who could this be i don't get a lot of locals but uh annie anthony annie was was great yeah but 007 uh i had cody just confirmed to me that we are all good for Casino Royale after the show tonight. Now, I don't think that it's going to start at 8.30. think there might just be a little bit of a whatever buffer, and then around 9 o'clock, sometime after 9 o'clock, we'll have uh, QuiteFrankly.tv go live. And you, you just have a good time. Listen to it all. And then, you know, it's, it's not all just a revelation of the method. It's also just a, you know, uh, a fiction adventure story. So... Have a good one. And then next week we go into another another area. All right, what else do we have? A little bit more, a little bit more over there. Let me check my super chat, see how we're doing. Larkstar says, happy first day of spring, Frank and Franklies. Happy to be t- together this week especially. I'm happy. I'm happy we're all happy. Stostube, thank you. Sent over a sleeve of cookies. Thank you, Michael Myers. Thank you, Ginger45. Oh, now the cookies are coming in. This is all on Foxhole on QuiteFrankly.tv. And uh, we're about to make a big push for QuiteFrankly.tv and Foxhole and uh, a lot of a lot of facelifts over there on the, the website. That'll be good. Curious Patriot says, love you, Frank. Here's to the fam. Thank you. Thank you. And then he threw all those cookies at my face. All right, I'm going to release the scratching over there because I'm going to have to get off air in just a few moments. So there's that. Okay, let's see. Let's take another let's take another call. Nine nine zero three, you're on the air. Who's this? This is Ramblin' Rag. Let me shut off this uh you on this other deal here. We won't feedback. How you doing, Frank? I'm doing wonderful. It's great to have you on. So so what do you think about all the news from the week, especially what we might be facing over the next couple of days? Frank, who in the world knows what's next? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean it is absolutely bizarre. The reason I called is I went up to CPAC, met with Bannon, and uh, I've got a book that we're going to do of people where they can put an eighth of a page in this book, thanks to Trump. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I got a hold of Bannon. He's going to, you know, as a fundraiser, I'm give, doing this just a fundraiser for people like you and Bannon and John B. Wells, all those people who push the truth. Anyway, I want to give you a shout, and I, w- I can put a book together for, quite frankly, fa- a group. 
and then we're going to carry it to Mar Largo and give a series of it. I'm going to be chasing all the rallies. We got the first one in Waco this weekend. Bannon's going to beat me up there, <clears throat> and then we're going to have we're going to do for every rally we're going to do a book, and uh, it's going to have little inserts of all the individuals. You know, they get to tell Trump in their own words how much they appreciate him. They'll support him in 2024. So uh, you're you know if you look for a little fundraiser, I built this just for y'all. You know, it's all 100% going to, to the people who, who get the word out there. Our objective is to have millions of people in these volumes, you know, not just the rally people, but everyone else. So if you're interested, you got my number there on that deal, and you can shout at me, and you can uh, you can go take a look at it at thanksatrump.com and tell you all about it and, and what have you. And a good little – and we're going to register these books, Frank, in the U.S. Congressional Library of Congress. Oh, I see. Down there. You see, I, yeah. this is why I, I, I just like listening – I, I like listening to the people who are they, they they founded all of these projects with other people with themselves. They're getting into publishing things, even if they're even if they're just taking they're just taking things that they have read and they're creating these uh, these these larger compendiums of of information. Yeah, I I like that a lot. And just send me send me a link to to the email, the official email, so I can take a look. And I'd like to just. I don't uh, know what the- what is that email? Frank? It's quite frankly podcast at gmail dot com. Okay, if he has a rally up up there anywhere near New York, and mm-hmm. you happen to go, I can get you backstage with Bannon. Can get us backstage, and you can meet Orange Man Bad. Oh wow! Well, that would that would be wonderful. <laughs> if they ever if he ever okay. came around New York, I would definitely if I would go to an official rally because I've never been to anything like that. The one rally that we right, were at, they, yeah, was that? They're a hoot. They're a hoot. These rallies are absolutely bizarre. My wife is going to go dressed up, and we're going to have on our little red, white, and blue cowboy hat oh, and yeah. stuff. We're going to walk the line as people are waiting and let them get in the book. And it's going to be the first book, be the Waco book. But I'm going to do one for John B. Wells and one for, for uh, Steve Bannon and one for you if you want to, a fundraiser. All the money from the proceeds of it goes to help you and your mission. Well, and By the way, I can tell that. In the winter time, you're you're uh, you can't wait to get some sun. Oh yes, I know. <laughs> I, every, I can't. Every year, every year. <laughs> I don't. I don't get as I don't get as I don't get as pasty as uh, as other people do. But I I definitely I'm, I can't wait to get a little bit of sun though. But thanks for the call, man. It's, send me an email. Okay. All right. How's that little girl? Oh, she's doing great. She's doing wonderful. She's uh, she's, Bye, she's yeah. Have a good one. She's on a, she's on a uh, I don't know. She creates new little things for herself every week. New planet. I can't wait to look that is. I love everybody's uh, publishing. I love all the new websites and all of the the indexes that they are that they're creating. It's it's really wonderful. Then I would definitely go to a Trump rally. Why not? If it was close, in driving distance, I would definitely go to one. Just for the hell, just to say I've been to one. At least it's not one of the, it's not a protest. I'm not going to protest. There was a really great uh, rally in October of 2020 at Playland, Rye Playland. I just followed the big uh, the big caravan of trucks, and there was ah, damn, that was a lot of that was a lot of fun. Even though it was in the rain, Aurora was one at one. There was two rallies out there. The first one was not raining. That's the one that me and Lauren took Aurora to. And uh, she was, I don't know, she was only about a month or something. She threw up on Rob. 
<laughs> that's uh she was only about a month old or something like that and we were just you know we were just standing by our car we weren't like we didn't have aurora in a a, a crowd of strangers whatever but we were just standing there and having a good time for a little bit and then we just took her out and she threw up on rob when he he held her so that was a memory all right ladies and gentlemen it's 8 30 tomorrow i'm sure it's gonna be more of the same but we're gonna have a two-hour block together so I'll have some things uh, put aside. We'll have a great call with Robert Phoenix. So that'll be uh, that will take a, a little bit of a gondola ride into the stars with him. And then we'll take more of your calls. And who knows what else. And then the rest of the week take cares of, take, takes care of itself. So it's time to start book club. I hope you're all there with us. Uh, if you're wondering how you can be a part of that, just become a monthly sponsor. And I get you the exclusive links wherever you are, Patreon, Subscribestar, or directly through quitefrankly.tv. But if you're not part of Book Club, then get to quitefrankly.tv and wait for us there. Because Casino Royale is starting soon. Thank you to everybody out there. We will talk to you soon. And uh, that's all I have. Good night. I'll catch you on the flip side. Quite frankly, is film of our live studio audience, and now our super chatters, starting with Larkstar, Incompetent Hands, KT Sky D, Justin from Yes Cacao, Christoa, and KT Sky D over there on Rumble, and thank you to all of my gold pillars on Foxhole. We'll be seeing you before the night is through. Take care.